All right, guys, welcome to the Mirandas. This is now an un and just like that uh, review hate special now, but welcome back. We are on and just like that season one, episode three. So we have a lovely guest on um, this episode, episode three of And Just Like That. And uh, it's our friend Katie, uh, another friend from college. Um, and welcome to the podcast, Katie. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited. I've been like practicing my podcast voice, so we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, I'm just like, I can't believe this is reality. Pinch me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, um, God. An obsessed yeah. fan. <laughs> Friend turned fan. Yeah, not an obsessed fan. So Katie actually texted us saying like she'd listened to our review. So I'm conveniently down in Santa Barbara seeing Katie. And I just thought, hey, do you want to be on the episode? And I honestly didn't expect you to say yes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've been like such a fan of all the other guests. Like, shout out Sarah's mom. Oh yeah, shout out shout Heather. Out. Yeah, and Jason, obviously. Um, and I was like, ah, oh, is this gonna be me one day? And so you know, here we are. <laughs> here we are. I'm stoked. And so, um, yeah, I guess we're all caught up. I literally just finished watching episode three of and just like that, and um. Katie, we wanted to ask you, what character do you identify with? Wow. Like, don't pander. Just gut. Gut instinct. Hufflepuff. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's always been Charlotte. (gasps) Love it. But but she she does she does kind of annoy me too. So maybe like I think as I get older like the Miranda's like starting to scratch through <laughs> but I think I'm more Charlotte than anybody else I love that you said Charlotte I think you're maybe one of our first people right that says they identify as Charlotte yeah we've never had anyone say that it makes me feel really good can you say like maybe a couple reasons why like I'm <laughs> I love it you're like my dream is to be an Upper East Side housewife <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. I guess it's like I I identify with her positivity. Mm, Um, mm -hmm. I think, yeah, she's generally like supportive of people. She's a little judgy sometimes, which I hope um, I'm not. But I just I I like I admire her like class and her sweetness. And I don't know. I'm not saying that that's like me. <laughs> no, I, I I think she's a classy gal. I Katie, think you're a classy gal. I think gal, you're a sweet think... classy gal. You are a sweet classy gal. Yeah. <laughs> God, this is why I came on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and so when did you start watching the show? Yeah, so I have like a very interesting Sex in the City story. Like Ooh. I remember vaguely like seeing it for the first time when my grandma was watching it. (laughs) (laughs) Which looking back, like, I'm like, wow, my grandma, good for you, avant-garde, like pushing the boundaries. Um, But yeah, so I was pretty young um, and I just kind of remember like Samantha um, and I didn't really like revisit it, I guess, until college when we used to watch it together. Yeah, we used to watch it a lot we would we would just binge it and binge it and actually when we visited you in San Francisco like 
five years ago, we all were, you know, staying over at your apartment and we were all watching it again. Yeah. Yeah. And that was probably the last time I honestly watched it until we started redoing the podcast. Yeah. I remember being like kind of high in your apartment watching it and then like having kind of an out of body experience because it felt like almost like a cheesy British TV show. And I was like, what is happening? And so, yeah, but I have a very fond memory of watching it with you in um, your place in San Francisco. So I have a quick question, Katie. What yeah. I'm wondering is, you know, there are a lot of people who've watched the series, but I would say that there's a, actually a good amount of people who still haven't pressed play and watched the and just like that reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, my question is, one, did you see the movies? And two, why did you decide to like tune in and watch and just like that? Thank you. Yes, I have been a <laughs> Sex in the City movie slash reboot. I mean, this is the first reboot, <laughs> but um, critic. <laughs> um, I saw all the movies in theaters, like was super excited to see them. And as they just started to get gradually worse and worse, it's like watching a car accident. Like, I just love to see it. And um, <laughs> like the Abu Dhabi movie or wherever they were. Um, so you're saying this is Gaper's Block or like rubber necking, where you just like, it's a car crash. Rubber You just like have to watch <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So even though I was really disappointed Samantha wasn't in it, um, I was really excited about the reboot and yeah, so I could not watch it. Could not watch it. Love mm-hmm. it. So Sarah, why don't you do a quick recap of episode three? What is episode three Episode called? three is called When in Rome, which is a little play oh. on a situation that Carrie runs into. So Carrie, uh, Big's will is read. And within the will, Carrie is surprised to find out that Big has left his ex-wife, Natasha, a million dollars. This leads Carrie down yeah. one of her classic Carrie spirals. and starts thinking maybe they were still talking to each other. Does he Does he or did he have feelings for her? She ends up running into Natasha. <laughs> Natasha blocks her on Instagram, refused to see her at work, says that she's in Rome even though she's there. Carrie and her end up uh, running into each other in a public restroom in New York City and then end up having this kind of uh, restorative justice type moment between them. And Carrie then feels probably a sense of relief and the spiral comes to a close. Miranda in this episode, wow. Wow. Miranda's character took the yeah. turn that I thought it was going to take. She she yes. reveals that she and Steve have not had sex in years, not, not year, years, and that they're more like almost like a mm-hmm. platonic roommate. Her alcoholism is in mm-hmm. full force. They, uh, Charlotte finds three <laughs> mini Tito bottles in her backpack, clunking around with her big, she's like a big bag lady, and it's just Tito's in there knocking about. Yeah, well, what a product placement. And <laughs> you know that Grey Goose was like, absolutely not. We have bought nothing with your reboot. <laughs> Belvedere was like, not picking up the phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, Tito's was like, yeah, Tito's. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yes. You want some uh, merch? <laughs> yeah, right? Well, next episode, we'll just see Tito's. You have a big sticker on her. Um, so, and Miranda has this big awakening in this episode when she is at Che's or Che's uh, Netflix stand-up taping, which I have a lot of thoughts about. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so in it, yeah, I mean, that's a whole 
pot episode we could do on that <laughs> Netflix show. Can't wait. And uh, Charlotte in this episode, her daughter Rose is maybe questioning her gender identity, which of course the show had to throw in. <laughs> and Charlotte kind of comes to terms like, well, she'll love her non-binary weird daughter if, you know and, and like it's just this kind of kind of like come to Jesus moment for Charlotte that's like all she needs the mother's love and that's yeah. the episode so we have I would say three amazing plots to talk about and I'm curious are, are they amazing <laughs> yes are they amazing they are. no 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 so this is what um and I know I just quote unquote had the floor for a bit but I've got to give my piece here <laughs> There are two thoughts I have leaving this episode. One, um, I have an irrational attachment to fictional, like, media. I am so – I get so into shows that I have deep emotional responses when they disappoint me. And I abandon shit. Like, when I think a show is not going the way I want, I just be like, fuck it, I'm not watching it. So I feel kind of that way about the show right now where I'm really frustrated. And then I was in a bad mood after I watched it. And I was like, this show is impacting me. Where I kind of like stomped out the kitchen. I was like, Dakota, this show sucks. (laughs) I don't know what they're doing. And then the second thing that I think is, I didn't think this episode was that bad. There was a lot of bad parts. Yeah. But it wasn't as bad as the first two. So those are my first thoughts. Yeah, I agree. I I was, you know, ready to be like, I kind of liked it, guys. Yeah. But, yeah, I did. It was boring, and it was, like, kind of a mellow vibe episode. But I still enjoyed it. And I I think it was because I was so excited about coming on the pod. I was, like, you know, just taking notes. So excited. Katie, I wrote a note. I wrote a note down. I said, like, I think I might like this. And then I felt like, can I even say that? Like, are we just haters now? Like, are we like, what's happening? I don't know how I feel. I'm very confused. I am the voice of reason that needs to come in here right now. That was a hot pile of garbage. I'm sorry. Just because the first two episodes were horrific doesn't mean this was, oh, yeah, this was somewhat agreeable with me. Hey, that's that. This is just like regular bad. You know what? That sweet, classy girl, Katie, is just trying to see the positive, okay? We we are desensitized. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see I see your point. Okay, I think then you've got to we've got to figure out why it was a hot pile of garbage and where which plot line should we start with? Um uh I don't know the <laughs> which one. Carrie okay. stalking another one of Big's exes at their workplace and bringing along her two degenerate friends <laughs> in a freaking Uber black. <laughs> and so <laughs> Okay. Okay, when you put it that way, it is really bad. <laughs> Who has that time? I'm sorry, no one has that time. I know. I I'm curious why they brought this up i it it's allowing carrie to go back to like season one to carrie because it's like yeah how wonderful big is gone and carrie now is spiraling again and these yeah. friends are indulging this craziness they're like yeah we're coming with you miranda's in grad school <laughs> <laughs> she's like yeah i'll hop in this uber and go down to someone <laughs> 
<laughs> with my backpack full of alcohol. Sure. Yeah, human rights, right? Yeah, human rights. <laughs> okay, that's an excellent point. Oh my God, I know. You know what? Now that you say it, the plot is absurd. And then the scene where they see Natasha and then Carrie's like, <gasps> and just like running on the street. I was like, I think you've made it worse by your reaction. I don't know. Just not good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it's, I have to say, like, my note is that I did love when they were in like the legal room, wherever they were, with, um, big secretary and it was Miranda and Carrie and another lawyer and they're going over his will and the secretary is like and one million dollars goes to oh and I was like oh my god and then Miranda reads it and she's like oh, oh. and I'm like oh my god I thought that was great build up and then it says Natasha Najinsky and I always thought Najinsky was the nickname for Natasha. I didn't realize that was her last name. <laughs> That's her last name? Poor girl. It said Natasha Najinsky in the legal document. Oh, my. I, you're right. I thought that was the nickname that Budginsky or whatever. Oh, my God. Okay. Whoa. They got lazy. They were like, ah, oh, we can't figure out her last name. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. First off, great spot. Um. Yeah, interesting that they brought Natasha back, though. I thought that was a good drama. Gilly, come yeah. on. Come on. <laughs> Did you even realize it was Natasha? Are you kidding me? Like, the preview? Did, no, you, not- no, I was blindsided. <laughs> do you not watch sneak peeks? No, I try to avoid them at all costs. I mean, you literally were texting me regularly with spoilers, <laughs> but I just, I would be like, oh my God. <laughs> but I okay. like, didn't want to know. So I'm yeah. somebody who I love spoilers. I will read, like, but I'm also a show abandoner after I find out spoilers. So yeah, that's I, why I, you don't read the spoilers. <laughs> I know. Like I was watching Money Heist and then I just like read everything. Oh, it's now yeah. I don't watch it anymore. Um, I do this with pretty much every single show and that's why I can't <laughs> shows but this one instagram was the big thing they were the oh yeah and even this like you it's like i can't go on instagram the next day because there's spoiler 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 well speaking of media Mm. (laughs) i don't know what i'm oppressed let's say let's talk about it we gotta talk about chris Knopf. and oh lord we also heard some sort of you know, <laughs> potential conspiracy <laughs> conspiracy theory around it. A light conspiracy theory. Yes, there is a theory. So, Katie, do you know anything that's going on with Big, right? I'm not Big, Chris Noth right now. Fill Katie and our listeners in. Yeah, fill us in. Okay, so now I heard this. <laughs> Zoe was the first person who sent me a text, okay? Okay. She sent me a text and said, like, uh-oh. I'm going to be honest, guys, I am one of those terrible people and I just read headlines and then I react as if I know everything about it. I have not read a single article about this. I've only read about five or six headlines. The headlines are saying this. Chris Noth has been accused of past sexual assault of two women and that is now impacting his Peloton ad and also just general 
you know, public persona. I, so, I think the, and just like that series, <laughs> got another slap in the face. <laughs> Kim Cattrall's like, well, just the shot in Freud is at full, full steam ahead. Um, okay, so let me find this information here. But I was talking to a friend today and... Okay, I don't usually text this many people, so I'm not sure why I can't find it. Well, okay, so one of our listeners texted me two links from the Daily Mail of this Chris Noth, the Chris Noth allegations. The first link, I was like, ooh, doesn't look good, but at the same time, like, it's the Daily Mail. Like, I haven't heard anyone else talking about it. And then once I saw Beverly Johnson's name as because she had dated him in the past— and she was, I think, a cover girl, right? When her whole testimonial, which was her testimonial, was that he, like, threatened to kill her. What? Threatened to, threatened to like, quote, unquote, disfigure her, which Ew. I didn't, I don't really know what that meant. And threatened to kill her dog. <gasps> and um, I think what? was just also uh, a bit tumultuous. Wow. You'd say so. And so once that came forward, I was kind of was like, all right, okay, that's... <laughs> Oh my god! But I, I mean, sometimes you want to kill someone's dog, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean that happens. That's fine. We've, we've been there. But um, sometimes your own. It's just like you know. Okay. Wow. Okay. I did not read into it, and again, I think it's because this is just this like ignorance that ignorance is bliss. Like, ignorance is bliss, right? Yeah. Another headline. Come on. I just posted that really sexy photo of him. He had just done this GQ shoot and then this whole thing blows up. So here's the kind of fun gossip that we have. Yes. Here's the fun gossip. We have some inside information that. Okay. Wait, hold s- slow your roll. This is inside speculation. Okay, sorry. We have inside speculation. I don't believe it, but really? continue. Okay, continue. so the yeah. inside speculation is that the end just like that producers and team knew about these impending ag- allegations, and that's why he was killed off. Oh, that totally makes sense. Is it, though? Because the entire plot is around his death. Fuck the plot. Like... They decided to, like, have this insanely big budget reboot. Why would you, like, want that bad PR? Like, I can't imagine Sarah Jessica Parker being like, yeah, yeah, like, let's work with this. Like, I I mean, if I were her, I would be like, and if I found out about Chris Noth's situation and all the allegations, I'd be like, cut, we're not, this is not going into production. Like, we can't. Like, we're ruining the series. The thing is, though, from the press. Like, no one's going to watch this. It's going to be just a waste of money. He's not in it. So who you're not watching him, you know, like it's almost like, yeah. is that a brilliant move on their part that they I just. Yeah. OK, let's say they did not. The, the assaults never happened. There was nothing publicity, yeah. whatever. How would he have been written into the show? I, I think that it feels like the death was inevitable. Like it's not based right. on the assaults. I'm sure they're very pissed. I don't think this is good for branding for them. But I, yeah, I don't know if this was. Yeah, I don't know. Katie, what do you think? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm glad he's off the show. I hate his like weird little, you know, here's looking at you kid line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. But I mean, Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but I wouldn't put anything past SJP. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay. And yet Chris Noth is wildly supportive of SJP. I read a quote this week yes. where I think mm. he said like that he is. Like the quote was, I am protective of her. I mean, she's Miss Moneybags, right? Like with this show. She's the little, yeah. what's that thing, a marionette? Punch the hand. Yeah. Marionette. Yeah, I actually heard... Like when she was on Alec Baldwin's podcast, here's the thing, like I think it was like six or seven years ago, she had talked about, which I thought was really interesting. And, and like, I remember it every time I watch an episode of Sex and the City, which is that for her, like she, it was important for her to screen the male actors before they were in the, and not background check, not like that, <sighs> but she needed to make sure that she had a great dynamic with them. Because she wanted it to be more believable, the flirtation and all of that on camera. You know what? Yeah. And I think that's great. Like, I think that's actually, I think she does have good on-camera chemistry with, like, pretty much all the guys. And then now she's like, you know what? I don't have good chemistry with you anymore, <laughs> you're, you're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? It's but, so true because yeah. she actually did. Sarah Jessica Parker, I, I know we've talked shit about her. Amazing actress. I really like her Amazing. acting. And she yeah. really, Carrie is Carrie because of her. Um, she did have great chemistry with, with all the male leads that she was with. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and I but, actually, like, I think for me, like, here, like, thinking about that now in 20... 21 I'm like what year is it yeah (laughs) um in 2021 is actually um there's something like more powerful about like thinking about that choice she made because you know we've obviously heard through whether it's me too or just through like celebrity gossip um that like people not getting along with their co-stars or their co-stars are being creepy with them and inappropriate and like I'm sure that there was probably a layer woven in where she wanted to have someone she maybe felt safe with on set for like a very like sexual show. I mean, oh, I don't interesting. know. Um, I don't know. But you know, that, in her I mean, contract, maybe that's speculation in her contract, there's she has a, a no nudity clause. She's the only character yes. on the show you do not see topless or naked. Very interesting. Um, I don't know. So, well, did you hear yeah. about Peloton? Yeah, they they pulled they pulled the ad. <laughs> yeah. So okay for. Our listeners who might not know the whole Peloton thing, you know, obviously big dies on the Peloton and it was a big PR scandal for Peloton because they were like, no, like (laughs) our product actually is really good for (laughs) your cardiovascular health. (laughs) And like, why can't like people in marketing or PR, social media, just let the stock dip for a second? People are going to forget about this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just like that shitty episode <laughs> in a week. Okay, just and they'll be back back on those bikes. And so um in the interview I was watching with the Peloton like like directors of the of the ad, they were saying that they had no idea. They did not like they didn't know Peloton was going to be like they had no idea about this whole big subplot. What? They had they had no idea. They didn't even donate a peloton like the production just bought one and they said they wanted to have a cameo appearance by a peloton instructor so that's all they knew is that oh like that's great our peloton instructor is gonna like pop on the set for like a minute and a scene or whatever and so they had no idea and so um 
you know, they went full damage control. And if anyone's seen, have you seen the ad? Mm-mm. It's good. It's actually pretty, it's pretty funny. So um, Mr. Big is on the couch with the instructor and it's kind of unclear if they're like in the afterlife or. Allegra. Yeah. Yeah. And they're kind of just like flirting with each other on the couch. And basically the Peloton adds with the voiceover being like Peloton helps with your vitals and your breath and your whatever, whatever health. And uh, Mr. Big isn't dead. <laughs> <laughs> and and that was really funny how the ad like I chuckled. Yeah. When it um, and Mr. Big isn't dead. Um, but it sucks that they have to do like like a double whammy of PR. Yeah. Right. <laughs> because now they have a. <laughs> Potential sex offender. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, what are they going to do now? Let's, should we have some Peloton predictions? I was wondering where you were going with that. And now you're like, okay, not only do, did our bike possibly cause like the death of this, like, beloved fictional character on a TV show. And then now not only the actual actor is a sex offender, (laughs) alleged, pardon. Um, Yeah. Yeah. What is that? What is the marketing branding team doing right now? Just what would you do? Man, Peloton ruins Christmas. Put out another ad. Put out another ad. Yeah. Put out, put out an ad of just Allegra, you know, becoming it's a, just Allegra, just Allegra, an independent, and it's gonna be like any god, and Big didn't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! Okay, that is that's so perfect. And Big didn't touch. So me. this, anyway, long story short, this show can't catch a break. I don't. I don't know if it even needs a break. <laughs> But do you guys understand the branding in this show also is insane right now? We should start doing a brand track because like today, Starbucks, um, Peloton, yeah. Tito's. Tito's. <laughs> uh, I, and there's actually been a couple more. Uber especially, probably. Like, obviously yeah. designers that's always been on the show. Um, Uber, yeah, the black car. So I, it, it's interesting because I, I think Peloton must have known. Come on. I mean – <laughs> you don't think so? I I think probably not. I'm sure Sex in the City probably weaseled their way around Classic the situation. SG. Who's the prop? Who's the prop master? <laughs> it's like it's like here's the thing. Have you ever had to like a- ask a friend something you know they're gonna say no to? And so you have to ask mm. them the other thing that they'll say yes to so that you can assume that the first thing is also a yes. Honestly, whenever I ask anybody, I assume it's a no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to watch out for you, Laura. (laughs) Yeah, you sneaky little girl. Like, okay. So, okay. So, so, and just like that, it's going to go to Peloton and be like, hey, can we have one of your instructors on the show? And they're going to be like, of course. And then they're like, great, we can have a Peloton. (laughs) (laughs) And he can die on the Peloton. But there's no way you would, you would see the script. 100% 100% right or no well that's that's what the that's what the Peloton person was saying is anytime there's a product placement this was not a product placement though so they didn't get paid oh shit you're right so right, they, right okay yeah sorry that's the caveat I probably should have okay. mentioned which is like like when there's like money involved they have to see the script mm. but they didn't <laughs> they just got an okay from like the 
Allegra, like an independent contractor. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Allegra, one of those like psycho Peloton instructors. Okay, sick. <laughs> Some of the yeah. Peloton videos are so funny of those instructors yes. who are like clearly coked yes. up out of their minds, just yes. like spitting yeah. the life away. <laughs> like they're wait, they're gonna have a heart attack. Like, I think Peloton needs to address the fact that people are fucking going nuts on their bikes. And it's this, like, weird cult of people. But the thing is, is. I mean, Pelotons are cool. I've never ridden one. Um, I've never ridden one. Oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to now. Me neither. Me neither. We just changed right. the topic. All right. We, we need to talk about the Miranda plot line. All right. Go for mm-hmm. it. Okay. Um, Katie, first Wait, thoughts. Time out. Time out. I need to reload my wine. Oh, Doggy. Okay. Okay. So the Miranda plot line. I literally just got up to get more booze, and I'm ready to critique. Yeah. Miranda's alcoholism. <laughs> in the true. Yeah. In the, in the spirit of Miranda, I. Okay. Here's the thing. They need to choose one. You're either an al- you're either an alcoholic or you are a burgeoning lesbian. Which one is it? I'm sorry, you don't believe in intersectionality. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely do, but not in this show. I don't think they can handle intersectionality. She's also a Karen. She's a complex. <laughs> <laughs> she is a Karen. She's an alcoholic queer Karen, and it's just too much. Human rights activist. <laughs> human rights. Sorry, human rights activist. Um, <laughs> amateur Froyo store owner, <laughs> corporate stalker oh. of Natasha. Oh God. stalker! Some might say neglectful mother <laughs> with her son <laughs> fornicating in her home. Um, yeah, I this character is so fucking bizarre to me. And <laughs> here are the two things: the lesbian the queer i'm gonna say queer because cynthia nixon identifies mm-hmm. as queer and i'm assuming this character yes. is not just wouldn't identify is not gonna identify as a lesbian they're yeah i think she's queer she's queer yeah mm-hmm. and i mm-hmm. also don't fully know what queer means but i i I throw, <laughs> I, I throw that word around as if i like you, you know say <laughs> you, you know queer queer okay. cis girls like yeah, yeah yeah sounds good totally she's queer okay and like i, I I don't know. So I think she's that. And I don't know what that means, but I think she is that. And now she's this alcoholic. And okay. I, 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 I'm assuming this is what's going to happen. Prediction time. As she comes to this new identity, a weight will be lifted and the alcohol self-medication will be addressed, (laughs) released. Yeah. But it's. Yeah. And maybe Che will help with. The recovery process, let's say. Yeah. Katie, what what do you think? What are your predictions, thoughts? <laughs> well, I had on my list of awkward moments, like the moment that Miranda like sl- <laughs> slightly opened her mouth so that <laughs> so that Che could like chariot or they called it shotgun like yeah, never into, heard of shotgun, into yeah. her mouth uh it was just so uncomfortable for me yeah. um but it was very like high school i think that's why <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't yeah no it was just like the that's, way that miranda yeah. like opened her mouth just like and it's like a scene from clueless when they're like do you ever do you want to do like suck and blow <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
But I'm kind of excited for her because, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it's it's she's experimenting. She hasn't been fucked in years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, she's got Steve. Like, <laughs> senile Steve. Who? Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> No chia seeds. So I, I'm actually like really excited to see where it goes because yes. I think like Che is one of my favorite characters. What? Horrible comedian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She like kind of reminds me of one of my Whoa. friends and like, or they reminds me. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see where this goes. Let's, yeah. Let's leave it at that. I mean, don't they say like for the like TV shows that have done well, like, it's the romantic interest that's pretty much anchoring down, like, the viewership. Mm-hmm. Like, at The Office, Gilmore Girl, like, every mm-hmm. single show. And it, obviously, this one, Carrie and Big. And so, like, <laughs> well, Big's long gone. <laughs> so, I think, yeah, I think that it, yeah, I think there is a lot of, like, unchartered territory between Che and Miranda because Che's a new character. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we have something to look forward to. Yeah, I think Che is it for us. I think we're going to have to put our, all our eggs in the Che basket. Like, Harry has had maybe, like, <laughs> as good as it gets. four minutes of screen time. Poor sweet Harry. They gave him a pissy. Does Sarah Tika Parker, like, hate all the men on this show? Like, I just am so perplexed as to why she's treating these men well, that we came to love. So, Yeah. Well, I was thinking the other day, remember in like the first episode, Miffy Vaughn, whatever, yes. her, her partner played by Nathan Lane was killed <laughs> off also. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, Na- yeah. isn't that Matthew Broderick's Nathan Lane? Yeah, exactly. From the producers, Nathan Lane was like, um, I think I have a, like a wedding that week. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't record <laughs> and just like that. Oh, sorry, Sarah. Sorry, Sarah. Can't can't do that. <laughs> just like that. Got a family reunion. And, he, and she's like, you're dead to me. <laughs> and your characters. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Don't you worry. <laughs> Revenge is a dish best served go. And of course we're never gonna see Smith. Oh Smith my god. Jared, because Is he dead too? Is Smith Jared? No, I don't dead? think he's he, on the roster or whatever it's called. I don't think he's on the Why show. Why not? Right. Because because Samantha's out. So I mean that could be actually more fruitful than the rest of this fucking show. Is I know. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay, so back to the Miranda plot thing. And we talked about the stand-up. Now, if for anyone who We didn't talk enough about I know. The and so we're gonna go there. <laughs> so enough. for anyone yeah. who knows me knows that there is nothing I hate more in this world <laughs> than amateur stand-up. I won't go, I won't participate. <laughs> I have I have been cursed with such a deep level of like empathy that I feel pain when someone like bombs. I can't enjoy someone's like talent, like potential talent, if I'm afraid they're gonna fail. Watching this set was like that. It was that car accident you're talking about. And the thing is, the mm. audience were whooping, cheering. We see the carry cup thing that Heather sent us that hilarious video of, like the clapping with the cup. So people were loving there's her. A, yeah, there's the yeah. stand up was mm-hmm. was objectively not funny. 
It was like mm-hmm. a town hall. <laughs> yeah, it was not stand up. It was it was like a TED talk. It was like HR. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was when a jar came in. <laughs> it's like, all right. Yeah, you're right. You will get your paychecks next week. <laughs> Step check delay that box. Check box. <laughs> no, and I felt like Ugh. really frustrated that whole scene because I'm just like covering my eyes because I get really sweaty when I watch stand up that it's not going to be good. And it wasn't good and it wasn't funny. And I didn't like the part where she was asking who wanted to fuck her. Them. I, and I, I was going to say, I said, that yeah, was yeah. just not okay. Cause you're not only are you <laughs> supposed to be this like liberated person. You're also kind of sexually aggressive towards people. Yeah. Mm, and yeah, there's yeah. this, a little aggressive. I don't know. And then I'm, I'm okay, whatever. And Miranda is enthralled. <laughs> Her eyes light oh. up. Like she is alive. Yeah. yeah. I know. And yeah. So yeah, the spark has been flown. <laughs> and they're really, yeah. You know, you know, when you go on like, let's say, um, bestbuy.com or like yeah. amazon.com yeah. and you like, compare products and they do like the specs on each product like Jay and Steve <laughs> like like I, I think we should create a spec sheet cause like Dev <laughs> sold out in a loud auditorium <laughs> like they could not be more different I know so different. No, yeah. You're absolutely Gilly. That's so funny. That's so true. There was one thing that I wrote down though. Yeah. If I may. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I did like the one line where she was talking about her family and how like yes. you know, they totally accepted her when she came out. Yes. But they were confused. And I liked when she yes. said it's better to be confused than to be sure. Yes. Yeah. I wrote that down because too. let's unpack yeah. that. It's better to be confused than sure. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was like a nice sentiment. Like, yeah, it's okay to not be like, oh, yeah, I know everything about, you know, every gender pronoun or whatever. But like, you know, to to not be judgy, but yeah. to just be like, oh, I don't get it. I don't understand yeah. it or whatever. Um, which is yeah. kind of nice. Repeat. Yeah. Repeat the saying again. It's better to be unsure than to what was it? It's better to be confused than sure. Better to right? be confused than yeah. sure. And I, I interpreted that as it's, it's not the goal isn't to just finally know yourself. Like the goal is to continuously be surprised and yes. learn from yourself. Yes. And I think that's where mm-hmm. Miranda really connected with the sentiment, which is like yeah. it's mm-hmm. the, the confusion that she's feeling or the discontentment in her life. It's okay to feel that because like she isn't finished as a woman. Like her, she still has so yeah. much of her life yet to discover who she is. And so I think what you said, Katie, it's true. I think this is a really nice thing for Miranda, but I, I think it's more, it's a nice thing for Cynthia Nixon and not the character of yeah, Miranda. Yeah. Because the fact is they yeah. had Miranda like and Steve like kind of like get back together in one of the movies and now yeah. the series. And so, yeah. and maybe that's a realistic portrayal of a relationship that struggles. The fact that you have these yeah. highs and lows and you're watching this relationship wax and wane, which is a normal thing. Mm-hmm. And I just, I think this is more Cynthia Nixon than Miranda. Like SGP is written all over it. I think Cynthia Nixon with that yeah. producer credit is like, I, I Miranda will be queer. <laughs> she, she will yeah. be queer. <laughs> I will drink every Tito's bottle. 
yeah, yeah. as long as <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you know I, I don't know what, what do you well, think take what I can get I'll take what I can <laughs> turn get. my character in alcohol yeah and yeah I think you're really right about this being like how Cynthia Nixon wanted to see her character I mean <laughs> it's kind of like crazy to think that like you can like reach a point in your career where you can pretty much just like dictate how you want to see the character do you guys think that for like maybe even Kristen Davis for Charlotte? No, no. <laughs> I think Kristen Davis. No, hard I, pass. Here's the thing. Hard pass. I, I feel really bad for that character. They've made her so <laughs> empty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so empty and bad. It's, it's just full of fillers. I just so full of filler, full of nothing else. Like there's nothing else going there. <laughs> And I really like the character of Charlotte. You're Katie, what you said at the beginning is true. Like Charlotte annoyed the shit out of me at some point, but she was sweet and supportive and kind. And classy. And classy. And and then Yeah, and classy. She's a classy girl, Katie. But in this episode, okay, so at the end it really pissed me off when she brought up the alcohol issue to Carrie. That's my Carrie tracker. I don't need professional help. I've got you guys. Yeah, for about another 10 minutes. Oh, oh. that's my carry tracker for this. Oh, episode. that's obviously yes. my carry tracker, but it bothers you that Charlotte brought it no, up? No, no, no. I'm sorry. It, I think I'm, I, I switched gears too quickly. I just really want to talk about that one point. No, the character of Charlotte, yeah. I don't okay. think Kirsten Davis had any say in that character development because the character's not strong. She's this kind of like idiot mom. I, I don't know, but... um. Okay, so you flagged the moment that Charlotte is trying to bring up an important issue about their friend who they care about, which is Miranda's alcoholism. Um, We watched Carrie be pretty dismissive, and also it mostly just looked like she was just really self-absorbed in her own present issue with the will and Nijinsky and all of that, that she didn't have the bandwidth or allow the bandwidth to even consider that Miranda might be an alcoholic and carry tracker all the way. But my question is, do you think that was an intentional, like everyone has talked about since the series, how selfish Carrie is like, you can see million Buzzfeed (laughs) links that are like top 10 reasons why like Carrie's character was the worst. And a lot of it has to do with her selfishness. And so do you think that was intentional them doing that with this, this scene? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. What do you think Katie? Yeah, could be. I mean, it's definitely in line with, with, uh, Carrie's, you know, character and whatnot. Track record. Yeah. Yeah. I had another Carrie tracker. Oh, please. We would love a guest for myself involving Charlotte. So like the fact that Charlotte, when she's making the reservation for their lunch dinner, that, um, the, what's his name? Um, the Stanford friend crashes Stanford. Thank you. Um, and she felt compelled to pick a place that Carrie had never been with either big or Samantha. Like the terror that she instills in her friend that she (laughs) felt like she couldn't pick a restaurant that they'd been to together before shows just like how like um, like slavish Charlotte is as a friend and how like afraid of like pissing Carrie off she is. But Katie, you've noticed now a new pattern in this series. Carrie is very abusive to Charlotte in this show. Like very. 
Like, Charlotte, yeah. just let me be! <laughs> Charlotte, just let me cry! <laughs> yeah, and she yelled at you. She yelled at her for, for she, yeah. you know, she, Charlotte said, oh, you're not a mess. And and then Carrie snapped at her and was like, just let me say I'm a mess. That's yeah. actually a really, really good point. I did not yeah. think about that. I was kind of thinking, like, wow, like, Carrie's also like super like people kind of have to walk on eggshells around her. And I think we have to take into account that this is a character who just lost her husband. So I I think there it's yes. interesting. True. When totally. the episode True. started, I was frustrated with how they were presenting grief. And I didn't think they were like honoring the passing yeah, of somebody in your life. And then throughout the episode, you do see that grief isn't yes. um from, you know, I haven't lost anybody to the magnitude that Carrie lost big, but that it's not just you're depressed for six, like, years, right? Like, you have moments of joy and energy, and then it kind of comes in waves. And so I, I think they're representing grief in an interesting way, but it it's so selfish, and the, the character is just... You're right. I, I I don't know what it is. I'm glad that you mentioned about the snapping at Charlotte because I noticed it the last episode um, because when Charlotte thinks that she's the reason why Big died. And remember, Carrie snaps yeah. at her then and then doesn't want to invite her over. Let's keep track of this and see if we have any other selfish Carrie moments with Charlotte. Well, I actually have a question for you guys. Let's hear it. So as we know in the Natasha plot line of this episode um carrie eventually does track down natasha and natasha doesn't want to talk about it and um it's very clear that carrie has kind of like you know online stalked what natasha's doing which we've all done of course which is like of course where's that person living where are they working like what's their instagram you haven't gone on venmo and stalked somebody you haven't really stalked somebody (laughs) (laughs) Actually, where are some other weird clandestine stuff? I mean, there's Spotify, but (laughs) tricky. Oh, Pinterest. Pinterest is another one. Oh, true. Anyway, so uh, we learn from Natasha that she has no idea either why Big sent her or is left a million dollars in his will to her. You know, Carrie, you can tell feels relief from learning that. And she kind of comes to the deduction that he felt really guilty about what happened, about cheating on Natasha. Um, I wanted to ask you guys what you guys thought about, like what you guys speculate about Big leaving money in the will to Natasha. I think it's a ode to the selfishness in his character that he did not tell Carrie about it. So it's not selfish that he's giving money to Natasha because that was his ex-wife. There was a lot of pain that happened there. But in a will, that's a very important legal document. And the fact that your spouse of how many years was not informed about parts of it like this is this isn't some like great grandpappy who's leaving you a will and like a surprise <laughs> like thing like this is your your husband your partner yeah and mm-hmm. I, I it was such an interesting thing for them to show that big is still yeah. big and carrie mentions that in this episode where she's yeah. like that old familiar feeling of insecurity of not knowing uncertainty and how big triggers that in her and there's a reason that that's true, that he did trigger those feelings in her. Um, so I thought it was both 
it's great that he gave Natasha the money. Selfish that Carrie would not be informed about something like that when it's their finances. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Katie? Yeah, I think that like it just shows how they weren't on the same like page about a lot of things in their relationship and didn't have like a lot of emotional closeness. Like the fact that she didn't know he had a dog named Gogi or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's huge. That's, yes. that's really huge. <laughs> Where yeah. like that is intimacy. <laughs> like the fact blank. <laughs> like going back to the last episode, like the fact that she had to ask him if he masturbated. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. Like but I yeah. I feel like that's that is what attracted to her to him is that he's like this enigma mm-hmm. and yeah. this mystery, but it's I don't know. When it comes down to the details, it's kind of like how how close are you to someone? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, in- yeah, I think that's interesting. I didn't like, think of that. The, the dog, there's like a Polaroid of um, his dog from 1965, like in his wallet. And uh, Carrie's character finds it and she's, it's causing her to spiral. And uh, like, who is this man? And ask these questions. And I think, you know, I think that the writers were trying to point to, you know, the fact that we find out that you know, he's given this money to Natasha, but I think us as the viewers, I think as you're saying, Katie, it actually is more noticeable that like he and Carrie like didn't have like conversations about their childhood or like, I don't know, like intimate conversations like that. Maybe this show then is, is giving us kind of when Carrie's off the high of big, right? Because Carrie was always, you know, those relationships when girls, yeah. they keep going yeah. back to a guy and you're like, it's why like a do drug. you keep going back? And it's just a drug. Yeah. And now that she's yeah. being weaned off of it and kind of detoxing, you're kind of getting the reality of maybe the relationship that she didn't know a lot about him. Were they truly mm-hmm. happy? We, we, we root so badly for these characters in a way because... It's so sad if it's not, right? It's like even more, her behavior is even more pathetic if like they don't work out. Um, but I, I I don't know. I, I yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I have a follow-up question. Tell One, me. Katie's point, pointing to my phone with my notes and it says, Bridget Moynihan looks amazing. Absolutely. Um, she does. Beautiful. <laughs> is she the one who plays Natasha? Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah That's her name, great. right? Yes. And that actually leads mm-hmm. me to my Mirandaism for this episode. It feels good to be sarcastic. Oh, and it's when to hear it. Charlotte, who does like the, the classic friend thing, like putting down somebody and Miranda, she's like, oh, she's wearing flats. <laughs> and then Miranda says, that's the most desperate attempt at a put down I've ever heard. And I thought that was just funny Miranda sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. 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 I actually have a question for you guys. Tell me. Okay. It's back to Natasha. Mm. You know, my question is, after all these years, or since Natasha has learned about Carrie and Big cheating on her and she cracked her tooth and Carrie ruined her lunch and all of this, it's been a while. It's probably been like 15 years. If you were Natasha, would it be water under the bridge for you, what happened? Or um, do you think you'd still hold, like, contempt towards Carrie and anger? Because it seemed like... 
Natasha was still kind of angry at Carrie. It'd be it'd be dependent on my my dental work, like what happened with the teeth situation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I think if I still had to like rock an Invisalign at night because of the tripping on the stairs, I, I don't know. I think I would still hold a grudge. But in in this scenario, no, no. I, I think her reaction was way, 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 way too much. Yeah. What do you think, Katie? Yeah. I mean. I don't know. Has Natasha moved on? It sounds like she has two kids. That must have been after Big. So seems like her life is pretty great. She works for a company that's fancier than Brunello Cuccinelli yeah. or whatever. So <laughs> Makes me want to have pasta. Yeah, right? I was like, oh, Miranda. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't think twice about Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't want to accept the money either. I was like, dude, accept yeah. the money. Are you a psycho? A million dollars? No thanks. No, but if you were Natasha and you got married super young to this big shot guy and then now she's older and she might look at her. Like, I don't know. I think about myself and looking at my younger self. Sometimes you're like, oh, man, like. I was so naive then. Like, she might be this grown person who really doesn't want Gilly to have anything to do with him. Gilly, I say no. Fucking take the, the money. money. There's, there's, <laughs> no level, there's no level of pride here that I wouldn't be like, yeah, I'll take the money. I'll take the money. <laughs> yeah. That fucking bastard, I'll take the money. <laughs> yeah, so, sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Okay. Well, I don't know. So, I, it's interesting, but this is... Out of the two episodes we've recorded, this is the most we've, like, <laughs> analyzed the actual content of the episode. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we've given it. Yeah. yeah. Can we talk fashion? Oh, my God. She's fashion roadkill. Oh, yeah. Yes, we can. Absolutely. Let's talk fashion. Yeah. So I liked, like, Carrie had a turquoise necklace and a pearl necklace that she was wearing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Yes. And she's a great pearl ring, too. Mm-hmm. I have to watch again. Um, and then she wore that outfit that was, like, basketball shorts <laughs> I kind of liked it with the, yes I liked it too with the long sleeve under the yeah, short sleeve yeah it was cute um, and the Forever 21 dress made an appearance wait what Forever 21 dress so that's right when they were filming um, somebody oh, on Instagram oh. was like wait hold on that dress is from Forever 21 and so I recognized it from that post well um, we know you like Forever 21 <laughs> Others. Well, while we were deep on Etsy and eBay searching for a dress, this bitch was on Forever 21. (laughs) Found it right away. Oh, oh. you're like the only one who can fit in Forever 21. Yeah, I outsized them. Guilty. Yeah. Oh, man. I outed your um, secret here. Uh, You're like, don't say anything. (laughs) You're canceled. (laughs) Yeah. So that was my fashion rundown. What about you? I actually, my fashion rundown is I loved Carrie's like polka dot, like woven, like olive green blouse with the black polka dots. And I love that Mm. coach cross body like pack that she had on the Gucci one yeah Gucci sorry not coach yeah and I just I loved that fit a lot I gotta say Sarah Jessica Parker knows what she's doing with wardrobe I I've loved most of the outfits that she's worn yeah me too honestly the fashion in the show is very very good I loved Miranda's high-waisted flowy trousers with the turtleneck her glasses are very chic Mm -hmm. Her haircut yes. looks different in every single fucking shot. I don't get it. But yeah. the, the, <laughs> the fashion is, is very, very, very good in this show, particularly mm-hmm. Carrie's clothing. 
it's all it's good all around i'm liking it well katie at the beginning um before we recorded you said you had separated your notes into different <laughs> subtopics <laughs> can you please read them yeah what are the subtopics yeah, so- well, the first one is awkward moments, and um, one of them was when the, like, uh, wills or, like, trust attorney said, I'm in the maison du chien. <laughs> 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 Which, for those who don't speak French, means doghouse <laughs> with his wife, but it was just so awkward and cringy. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> That's good. And then um, at the restaurant, at the lunch, when uh, Stanley gets, like, Stanford. Keeps, oh, Stanford keeps getting hit by the door, and Carrie <laughs> offers to switch with him and then says, I'll switch with you. I'm used to getting slammed from behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, the show has so many weird moments that you can't tell if they're, like, red herrings <laughs> or if they're, like, <laughs> moments of foreshadowing and you're just trying to understand, like, why why was this written in? Oh, my God. Yeah, I, like, hope, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, you're absolutely right. That line was so absurd. Very, very absurd. So absurd. And then and then just Carrie's coffee burn hand. <laughs> what is it? Oh, or coffee. <laughs> she Carrie spilled coffee all over herself when she coincidentally was in a coffee shop. And went to the bathroom and opened the door and Najinsky was on the toilet. No, no, she wasn't on the toilet. She was stand, oh. doing classic New York City squat stand pee where you're basically like spraying it all over. But you're like, I don't give a fuck. I'd rather spray piss all over the seat than touch it. A fun fact, I've never done the stand on the toilet seat in my life. In your life? What? No, I don't have the core to do that. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Can I? You stand on the toilet No. Seat? First off, I meant that you stand and squat. Like, it's the stand and hover where you're basically holding on for dear life and, like, trying to sit. I can try that tomorrow, though. No, I don't stand on the seat, you weirdo. Sorry. <laughs> okay, can I tell you? Can I? Yes, the hover. The hover. The hover. Yeah, you, made so, you made it sound like you were gargoyle. <laughs> okay. Do you, well, Gilly, Gilly, first off, in many cultures, they do do that. And I have a little side. Yes, and I have, I know. Okay, I have a side story really quickly. <laughs> I worked at a public school downtown and the bathroom situation of public yeah. schools is atrocious. They're terrible. They're awful. <laughs> the stalls were meant for people who were maybe four feet tall. So my head always. <laughs> I was. And the thing is, it was this teeny room that should have been one stall, but they had put two in there. And there was a nurse aide who was in the school who had a habit <laughs> of squatting guard going on the toilet. So I was sitting How did you in, know? Well, this is how. I was sitting in one of the stalls, minding my business, not realizing that anyone was in there. And then I hear a, Hoi-ya! and she jumps down. <laughs> jumps down off the seat. I have never been more frightened in my life. I had no idea anyone was in there. Because you know how you check? You look under to see someone's feet. And she's just gargoyled. So it's just so ridiculous. So no, I have personally not gargoyled on a toilet, but I have been next to someone who does it. And it's frightening. And 
I culturally, I don't understand it. Um, no, it, yeah. It's, it, okay, so in this scenario, though. Okay, so sorry. And can I, okay, sorry. I also need to interject here. Natasha was doing, yes, the famous public restroom. Hover. Hover. But she also, and maybe this speaks to my senses, but she had a, like, you know, she had like a plastic, like iced coffee cup. But the cup, whatever was in the cup was bright yellow. I thought she was and pissing so in the cup. My, the, yes, in my brain, something happened in my brain where I was like, the synapses were like, was she peeing in that yes, cup? Yes, same thing. And I thought they were in the doc- doctor's office before I knew it. Wow, I completely missed that. Oh, I thought she was doing some like weird pregnancy something drug test. I don't know. I thought that she was getting urine into a cup in a public restroom and didn't lock the door. Me too. Okay, me sa- too. Same page. First off, <laughs> when <Pop> master. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry, I stole your joke. Back to the god fucking prop master. Oh my god. Okay, first off, when you're in a public restroom, like in a Starbucks, I don't like to bring a drink with me into a bathroom. Neither do I. Mm-mm. There are times I've had Mm-mm. to do of it. Of course, we all have. We all have. But I do not like that concept whatsoever. Now, my phone, sure, of course. I'll sit there and go on my phone. <laughs> no, a, a, a drink? No. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, guys. Well, next week. Uh, we have episode four and Carrie. Uh, oh, wait. Now, you don't watch Sneak Peek, so I'm not going to say anything. Well, do you want to well, listen to the sneak, sneak peek? Sneak it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, give us the sneak peek. Basically, the sneak peek is just the mini trailer that HBO puts out. I'm obsessed. I love them. This next week, Miranda is like smoking pot in her house. Then she's going out to dinner with her professor and then... Carrie is selling her apartment. And so this new character, we have like a Persian, maybe Pakistani, I don't know what kind of women come in, beautiful real estate agent who's going to be working on selling her apartment. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. And one of the scenes in the episode is something I saw on the street. So I ended up up seeing, in one of the scenes, uh, Carrie and the real estate agent are in a car outside of Carrie's apartment. And that's the scene that I drove by when I was driving home from work. Yes, I saw the scene, which was kind of cool for New York City. Yeah, but uh, that is cool. Yeah, the scene I saw was the funeral home in episode two. Oh, wow. I was outside of the building, so I didn't really see anyone in there. But you could tell they were filming in that building. Katie, they they were shooting all over the city, and it was actually kind of cool wow. to like see where where they were filming. Um, but that's so cool. Yeah, so we'll see what happens next week. A- any final thoughts, Katie? Yeah, I just I can I come back next week? Oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm would just love kidding. It. I've had seriously so, so much fun like doing this with you guys. And um thank you so much for having me. Well, we are so happy to have you on. Aww. And what is your Manolo Blahnik rating out of five? Five pairs of shoes. You can get creative. I had a religious experience at Manolo Blahnik. Okay. Um I'm gonna give this a 2.5. Yeah. Okay. Thoughts? <laughs> so Generous? I I would say I gave it a 2. Okay. <laughs> I gave it no rating last time. So <laughs> Yeah, 2. Yeah. I gave it a 1. Okay, fine. 1.75. Nice. Generous. Generous. <laughs> well, can, can I ask a question? Yeah, of course. Maybe, th- maybe this is an off mic question, but... Are we rating the And Just Like That episodes like across each other? 
<laughs> or across all of Sex and the City. Because at this point, they all <laughs> okay are leaning on each other like the leaning tower piece. You're right. right because I think it'd <laughs> be a good unfair to lump this episode with like an amazing episode in season four where you've got the or the like or the posted yeah. episode, which is so fucking good in Sex and the City. So it's understood yeah. that and just like that is bad. Yeah. yeah. So are we doing an entirely different and just like that rating system? Like and just like that, we two thumbs down. Like I don't know what are we doing? How many out of how many Tito's bottles? <gasps> oh, <laughs> yep. There it is. How many? How many Tito's bottles? This was. I still give it two <laughs> out of five Tito bottles. This was a. This was maybe a one and a half. Actually, I'm going to change it to a one and one a half, half. too. It could be two, one depending on. I don't know. Um. Yeah. So we have a new Tito rating system. Tito, if you want to sponsor. <laughs> um. If not, we'll still do yeah. it, and we'll kill off somebody while drinking your spirit, and you'll have to do some damage oh control. Oh my god! All right, so guys, that is it for this week. Um, and we'll see you guys next week for episode four of And Just Like That. See you next week. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Bye, alcoholics. We are the Charlottes. (laughs) (laughs) 